to the Greenville Smart Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is our first podcast via Zoom as Deloitte Cole, our producer, and Breck Nelson, our co-host, are not in the same room with me today. And you may be seeing this via video, right, Deloitte? Yes, we're going to maybe try video. So it's a, it's, a new, it's a new podcast in this new world we're living in right now. Uh, I want to talk to you two about the ways that this has affected your day to day, and then we're going to get into more of how this has affected um, the way we teach higher education and, um, you know, some things that will change maybe with next semester. Deloy, I know you were out of country when this all sort of came to where it is now. How, how did that, wh- what were your thoughts on that? Did you expect that this was going to happen before you got back from your vacation? Well, sort of. I, I was predicting that uh, I was going to be in quarantine. I told all my friends that I'd be back two weeks later. Um, <laughs> that sort of came true. But the other thing, as I said, I was going to be on the last cruise. And that actually did come true. The, the cruises were canceled um, right. the day I got back. So I was on one of the fi- last cruises that got back into New Orleans. And were so, there, were there, was there any fear or any concerns on the ship that you were on? Well, there was definitely changes. Uh, first of all, I was on a ship that was completely packed. Yeah. So not a lot, everybody still came, but there was, uh, we couldn't like, uh, in the buffets, we couldn't serve our own food. They had to put it on our plates. They got upset if we tried to grab our own food. Oh, wow. Um, and then they had Purell just absolutely everywhere. So keeping very clean hands the whole time. That was a little bit annoying, but I think everybody understood and everybody had a good time and nobody in our crews got sick that we knew of, um, at least with the coronavirus, we had other illnesses, but so there was definitely an awareness of what was going on. Yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, we were wondering about that. We knew you were on your cruise. Uh, several of us back here were a little worried about you. So just so you yeah, know, people I was do. Fine. And then when I got back, my doctor said, you probably should take five or six days and just stay at home. See how it goes. Yeah. yeah. And then our HR the, you know, department at the college <laughs> was also reaching out and asking me about questions. So Bonnie and I stayed at home and it was, it was lovely. Was it everything you hoped it would be? It was. It was. I, am, I am having to make my own Cortados now. So I was going to get to that. Um, I'm already on my second one today. So I'm missing, I'm a, missing going to Joe's. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I think everyone's missing going to Joe's. Um, uh, Joe's is open, by the way. So you can still get, pick up things. What are the hours? Uh, they're open in the, mor- in the morning. And I know a lot, of, a lot of people in town are still open, aren't they? They are. They're, uh, I've compiled a list of... Well, almost every business. I'll be making phone calls after our meeting today uh, to check in with everyone. It's not just chamber members that we're checking in with. It's it's all the businesses in our in our town and in the county that we've compiled a list of, and we're trying to get that out to as many people as we can because uh, we want to keep everybody, you know, growing and staying, you know, staying above water if possible. Yeah, it is going to be a difficult time for small businesses for sure. It's really a time for everyone to get creative and supportive. And Breck, um, speaking of small businesses, uh, your wife also has a business. What What is uh, Janie doing different with Evergreen Plant Company? You, you know, um, we actually sat down the other night and tried to think of uh, last week, what could we do to kind of continue sales? And we're looking at the opportunities that were available to us, but also some pain points for parents that were staying home. And she came up with these little plant kits um, that people could uh, come pick up. You got a pot, a little bit of dirt, some rock, and a few plants. And then um, 
moms or dads or babysitters could come pick them up and take them home and just let the kids do a little craft. And then they had something they could put in their window. And boy, she just sold the daylights out of those things. Um, so much so that she ran out of some of the plants and she had to restock. Um, you know, and she felt a little guilty. She was like, how are we doing this? And, and um, when other businesses are struggling or are we taking advantage of people doing this? And we kind of determined through the response when we asked people actually that were buying them, like, are you kidding me? We're giving this is a little bit of sunshine in our house now. You know, these, these kids have these plants. They can care for them. They talk about them. You know, they've named them, you know. Um, and so that kind of put a smile on her face. So she's continuing that. I think she might be closed today and tomorrow. Um, and since oh, the business is not deemed essential and trying to figure out how can we still provide this and keep her safe as well as family safe as well. So that's, well, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. It, it seemed to be working really well. Yeah. What a great idea. And I've heard a lot of good things about it from, from my end also. So there you go. Uh, creativity um, coming out of all of this and, and looking at new ways to do business. It's, it seems to be essential right now. And, uh, yeah, yeah so if there's any, if there's any blessings coming out of this, it's that we're, we're it being is. pushed to be creative. Right. And I, and, and I'm urging people to, to find the, you know, it, it seems like every tragedy that we go through in our country and even in our own lives, uh, when it's all said and done there, there are some good things that come out. What sometimes they're hard to see, but I'm urging people to to find those good things and to to hang on to them and you know and document it you know too for yep. just to reflect on because I think we can do that I think we can always find something good to come out of uh, tragedy and and uh, sadness and sickness um, so that's what we're striving for I think and and that leads me to um, we talk about creativity and finding the good and finding ways to change. Uh, positively. Um, so let's talk about uh, education, especially in, in, in our instance, higher education. This is definitely changing the way we do things. Um, and both of you are instructors at Greenville University. Uh, Deloitte, let's, let's talk about your classes and your students. Uh, what, what do you think is, uh, how are you, first of all, how are you staying in touch? How are you changing the way that you teach this semester? Yeah, so um, it's a blessing that we already had an online platform. You know, right. most most schools do at this point, but uh, we've we've taught online before, um, and I also obviously teach in digital media and computers. So um, I've always used the online platforms, <clears throat> and so it was pretty easy to to. I mean, most of my content's already online, so it was pretty easy to move to uh, online. You know, hundred um, percent. But there is some challenges as far as the assignments. Right, so I have a worship assignment, which four people are supposed to actually perform a worship service, and so that's a little hard to do, you know, online. So we've had to definitely make some modifications to assignments. We actually ended up giving our students a whole another week of spring break, so true. They haven't had homework for two weeks, um, and so a lot of the faculty this past week have been working like crazy, kind of switching over their classes to be fully online. And um, as far as communication, we've all embraced Zoom as our platform on campus. And of course, there's you know about 20 other ways you can talk to people. And so using Messenger a lot uh, with Facebook and then FaceTime and everything else. So definitely, it's going to be a challenge. We're going to definitely have to push our students to communicate with us electronically and through video. 
And the other thing on top of that is that registration just opened up for our students for next year. And we register for the entire year for our students. So a lot of us have 30, 40, 50 students we have to help register in the next two weeks. So that's going to be a challenge on top of the teaching. Wow. You know, uh, I, I'm teaching international business this, sem this semester, and um, a lot of what we've learned in the textbook, uh, although it's true, uh, coronavirus has um, kind of blown a lot of these theories out of the water right now. Uh, so we had a large project where the groups of students were presenting um, on a country, their own assigned country, and they were going to put these do group presentations coming back uh, this second half of the semester. Of course, now all that has changed. So we had to be, this is my wife was kind of creative in, in trying to um, uh, keep sales where they were and meet some needs. With students, we have to get creative with the way the assignments are being done. Uh, so we're going to still do some presentations. They may be more individual than it will be as a group, so it modifies some things. Um, and it's not just unique to Greenville. This is across yeah. all levels of education and even business. And uh, in every crisis, there are opportunities. And so we're going to try to do the best we can to keep students engaged. Uh, they're going to have to learn some new techniques as well as this technically challenged dinosaur here um, is going to have to kind of learn. Zoom meetings is new to me. Uh, of course, Facebook Live was new to me. You know? and, um, and, but we're, we're getting through it. Uh, we'll, we'll stumble a little, but in the end, uh, we, we're going to do our best to maintain the integrity of the education as we can. Right. And I know uh, I have one class this semester, a podcasting class, and, and this changes some things for, for those students as well, where they've, uh, they were scheduled to do interviews alongside th this group uh, with some of our prominent members in the community. Um, we may be able to do a few of those via Zoom. I would also like to have my, the students on as guests as we, we had planned to do, but in this case, I want them to focus in on this big change, this worldwide change, especially the huge change in their lives, because most of my students were preparing to graduate um, this semester. I mean, they're still going to graduate, but it's just uh, everything's changed for them. They, you know, some of them are athletes. Uh, you know, a lot of them, ha you know, were looking forward to those ceremonies, to those events that were happening. I mean, even the you know, there's a prom that was scheduled, um, little things like that. And I want to talk to them about their feelings as this has progressed and, and, and how that's, uh, how that's, uh, you know, gotten us where we are today. And, um, and I, and I also want to encourage them to find something good in their lives that have come from this, but we will have them on. I'd like to have them on maybe in, uh, groups, uh, w over the next uh, month or so. And, uh, yeah, it's changing it a little bit. I don't think it'll change it immensely for for this class, for my podcast class. But yes, it is a different way of doing things, and it is giving them a whole new subject matter, uh, like with your students, Breck, um, and how this has all changed their lives. That sounds yeah, great. This is, it's it's a lot us to innovate. Um, right. So, uh, as you know, as we were talking a little bit offline here about how um, how do we innovate higher ed? Uh, number one to um, bring students back versus doing everything online? Or right. is there an advantage to coming back? Or what is it that we can do to um, uh, innovate in the way we present ourselves and to learn um, to justify the need of 
face-to-face -face education. And I'm a firm believer in that. And uh, I know uh, we've, as a university goes, we've already made an, a large investment with this smart center. And a big part of the smart center is some of the technology that we put in the building, which is actually more Deloitte's field. So I'd like to kind of ask him, how is some of this new tech that Greenville University is already invested in and in place, how that's enhancing his education now, and where he sees it going in the future? Yeah, so I think there's definitely a short-term and a long-term uh, different facets to it. So short term, you know, we've been involved with the uh, setup of the building and we've gotten multiple students involved with building the video wall. Mm -hmm. So there's the hardware part of just building the video wall and we're by no means done with that. We're still in the process of getting all the video capabilities hooked up and running as far as the signage and completely utilizing them. Um, all that cabling isn't in yet. And we don't have the computers really in yet and all the technology. So we've been kind of just doing some DIY things up there for the grand opening. But um, we do have a uh, three students kind of assigned to that project right now. And the other thing is it's been great is the university has and, and the community have helped uh, put a wall in our building as well. Our, uh, in our computer lab over at the Mavis Art Center. And so that wall is a smaller version of the big walls. And so we've been able to play with that wall and get it set up and um, start to play around with the software. So there's definitely another whole skill set that the students can get involved with and learn about um, as far as doing live video. Um, we haven't done as much over the years. You know, we've done a lot of audio that's both live and in studios. So now this gives us an opportunity to do live video situations that we really haven't. We've done a little bit with like Facebook Live and stuff but or YouTube. But... Uh, can you this explain more. what you mean by the wall? Um, True. We know about it, but... Oh. So the wall is um, basically a video wall. You've probably seen, if you follow our Instagram, the Smart Center Instagram or Facebook, you've probably seen some pictures or videos of us. And if you went to the grand opening, you saw the wall. And so it's basically a huge video wall. Boy, Breck would have to tell me how big. Eight foot um, by 16 foot. <laughs> okay. I know that there's 10... 10 panels across the top and there's five rows. So yeah. it's a lot of pixels. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's Isn't it it's set up to where if you absolutely wanted to, you could have two, is it how many different screens could you have up there at one yeah, time? There's not, well, it's just really, there's no limit because we can That's run it through multiple inputs, multiple computers. We obviously have cable TV in there as well, but you know, since we have the ability to get on the internet, it's really the bandwidth. I mean, right. I, I think we could, e I could easily put 48 screens up there if the bandwidth could handle it. Sure. <laughs> so, and again, the building, so let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to try right, that at some point. The building does have, I think, the fastest internet in Bond County, doesn't it? Yes, I believe so. It's got fiber. Right. Yeah, yeah so that's a, that's a plus. Uh, you know, one thing we talk about, uh, utilizing um, the space, uh, being back on campus and in in the flesh, basically. Uh, one other thing that the Smart Center does provide are memberships to our second floor, and by that I mean businesses are are getting office space on our second floor and utilizing our conference rooms, etc. Yes. But they're also looking for interns. Yes, I think from, this, is, this is the second tier I was going to talk about, which is more right. There's, I mean, I, mean, I have. I have 70 students right now in the program. Mm -hmm. They all have to have internships to graduate and they all are right. looking for things that'll help their resumes. So 
they um, typically will, you know, reach out to other communities and go home on breaks and do work for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll do work all summer. And so there's no limit. They can work on their internships anytime, anywhere. And so being able to plug in with, you know, entrepreneurs and startup companies and being able to work with people on the second floor, you know, there's all sorts of opportunities. And we just have a huge, broad range of skill sets with tech. So websites, um, photography, video, graphic design, logo design, animation, audio, podcasting. Our students, that's the one thing we really push them to keep trying new things and have a broad range of skills. So the opportunity to get them involved and obviously the intern is going to be cheaper. Than right. Hiring a professional. <laughs> it's, a good way, it's a good way to start up, you know, and a lot of these kids are really, really creative. And well, I've had some businesses already reach out um, interested in digital media uh, students to help them with their websites, with their their apps, you know, their, their, for their businesses, um, just to get coaching on social media uh, advertising, sure. that sort of thing. So the Smart Center is opening up some doors, uh, bringing in, uh, connecting businesses to students. And I think that's uh, another very important um, well, important reason for the students to be back when they can be. Yes. Totally. And, and what I love about uh, Greenville University, this, the, the DNA of this campus has always been kind of more entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Um, what the professors teach in the classroom now go and do it. So it's more that I think they're just internships. It's, it's just, uh, it's that constant learning and application of what you're learning in, in practical ways. It which is. I love. So we have our students graduating with a diploma in this hand and a resume in this hand. And, and right. Yeah, I have a great example of this. I'm teaching a, uh, what was going to be an eight-week course, now it's seven. Uh, it's called an IT lab course. And basically, I sit down with the students and we kind of decide as a group what we're going to develop. Um, it's definitely a coding course, but this semester I've decided we're going to do an Alexa app. Oh, okay. And so... I happen to have a brother who works over there at Amazon. So we've got some inside information and we're going to develop something where you can just talk to your phone or your Echo device or Alexa. And we have seven weeks to create an app. So, you know, it's one of those things that businesses could definitely take advantage of later on. And again, it's looking, looking good on the resume to have that, that background. That's excellent. And that's another thing, connections through Greenville University, your brother, um, our alumni, I mean, uh, the things that we do on campus, the people that we bring in to speak to the students, and the, the people that we planned to come in to speak to the students through the Smart Center, um, they're going to provide that networking element, that connection that students might not get anywhere else. I, I, I graduated from a, a large university, and there was not that connection uh, that you have in Greenville University, where the you know we have smaller classes, we have uh, fewer students, and sometimes people think, well, that's a handicap, but it's not. It's actually uh, easier for them to connect to people that will can change their lives. Mm-hmm. How about, Deloitte, I've been told that you have a legendary uh, alum network. Could you talk a little bit about that, of how you uh, maintain and, and enhance that? Sure. In fact, I can do, I can do one better than that. Oh. What? I can show it to you. Using what? Savvy here. <laughs> okay, here we here we go. You ready? Yes. Sure. Okay, let's see if I can. Uh, yeah, here we go. This is uh, this is our departmental website, and we usually it's mainly used for student media, but uh, in our website we keep track of all of our alumni. 
because we stalk them on social media. And so this is uh, a list of our alumni and where they're working. And so you can see there's 330 alumni. This is, goes way back, but mainly the digital media people are the main group in here. And that started in about 2000, something like that. So this is uh, basically a list of what they're doing, what their titles are, what company they work for. And um, it, is, it is amazing to see the positions and the different things they're doing because a lot of these things, um, you know, maybe didn't exist five or 10 years ago. That's true. And wow. so all it's sorts of companies from big ones to, you know, big one companies like Enterprise um, and Amazon to and Nike um, to smaller companies. A lot of our students end up working with startups or they start their own company like Jake. Jake just went live with his own animation company about a month or two ago. And so just all sorts of creative positions. And, you know, our, our placement rate um, is 95% right now. That's amazing. So it, it is amazing. And our students are just, our alumni are just doing amazing work. And it, again, it's a great network. We can reach out to these people and they respond and help our students get internships and jobs. And it's just, it's just a great, and I, I, we just maintain this list through our website. Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, we have this large network, plus we have people who have come to Greenville University just that, that didn't go to school there. They're not alumni, but there's a connection that they've made through their networking partners. And they found something they love about the university and they've made great offers to uh, reach out to our students as well. So that I think, I don't know, there's something magical there. No, that's, that's great, though. I love to see how you're, you're staying uh, in touch with your alum and, and how you know them personally, which is that personal connection here. Yes. You, um, yeah, it's very rewarding uh, to see them get, get jobs and start families and be successful. And speaking of that personal connection, Breck, um, you've been working on uh, some projects, potential projects for the future. Do you want to talk about any of those? Oh, there's all kinds of uh, <laughs> the entrepreneurial mindset. Um, it, it's yes, we've, we're working with, uh, I am right now working with the development group to actually work on the square here of um, Greenville community. Um, looking at doing a larger, um, again, development here that will help enhance the student experience as well as living in Greenville experience. That's one area. Um, We've, um, I've got a group of students and we're working on actually just in the beginning infant stage of launching an entrepreneurial club here on campus. It's um, a lot of high schools have the CEO programs for um, the high school students. We're going to take this onto a collegiate level and beyond and talked earlier about how students graduate with a diploma and a resume, but why not an, an active business plan that they can launch um, in, in real ways. Uh, this is this is what's really exciting for me. Those are just a couple little things that uh, we're working on, and there's many others uh, that I hope to bring to this podcast that we can can um, start bragging on and um, and saying, "Hey, you need to be here because this is why." Right. And, um, and it's there. I will tell you this right now. I can't mention them all. I off the top of my head, there are six that are going to change the experience of this campus right now that we are. Uh, this close to having everything all worked out and ready to implement. Um, I'm super excited about it, but you will hear about some of these very, very soon. And we do plan to have uh, more department heads, more instructors um, on the, 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 well, now the video. 
yeah. and audio podcast here for Greenville Smart. And um, just talk about ways that they're going, things are going to change in the following semesters and the following years to come and bring people to Greenville and tell them why, why it's good to be here. I mean, unfortunately, we can't be all together right now, but we'll see that, you know, it'll be better when we are. Oh, yeah. What I love about this is, is that when we say the word change, sometimes it puts alarms off in people's minds. Um, but we're building on a solid foundation. You know, right. University was, is a Christian-based university. We're not leaving that in any way, shape, or form. In fact, we're doubling down on that with our students that we want to graduate, students of character and service. That's not just a tagline. That's truth. Uh, but we're going to do it and show it in practical ways um, of how we can be salt and light in an area, whether it's digital media, entrepreneurship, podcast, you name it, um, how we can be this salt and light where God has called us to. Exactly. That's fantastic. Well, exciting things to come, I think, for Greenville University. Um, we, again, it's uh, finding the good and, and pulling it out of a situation and making us even better than we were before, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, gentlemen, for joining uh, the podcast today. Deloitte, thank you for setting this up. Sure, the smart um, podcast lives. So it's crazy. Still alive. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully every, uh, every week we'll still have one coming out. Yes, yeah. definitely. And we will be reaching out to many of our listeners. And we thank them again for tuning in and listening to the Greenville Smart Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, uh, do what you need to do. Uh, for those of you who are essential, like Breck Nelson, you especially mm-hmm. take care of yourself out there. Hey, and, Elaine, one, one more thing. How, if sure. people do want to find out, I know I'm on the email list, but if they want to find out what's going on in the city of Greenville as far as what's open and what's closed, how can they get plugged into that? They can uh, send, well, first of all, you can send your email to me. You can email uh, the Greenville, Greenville IL Chamber at gmail.com, or you could just email through the Greenville Smart uh, email address, which is info at greenvillesmart.com or elaine at greenvillesmart.com. You can follow the Greenville Chamber of Commerce on Facebook. There is an ongoing list that is updated regularly. And um, Is that the best can, place to go maybe is Facebook? Uh, probably. I mean, to get the most up-to-date because I probably change that a couple times a day. I'm trying to get the email list out there uh, or the email out there at least. Um, I'm probably going to switch to daily, but at least every other day. So if you want to send your email address to me, uh, you can get added to that email list. Um, and right now, like I said, um, I am the executive chamber, uh, executive director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, but I'm working with the city and I'm working with uh, some other residents of Bond County to get a very comprehensive list out there because we're all in this together. So we want to yeah, so keep everyone aware. I just aware. pulled up the uh, Facebook page so you can see there is an update. Oh, yeah. Exactly. All all the companies in town. Yeah. So you can find it there. Thanks so much uh, for putting this together. I have, I've had a lot of help with this. uh, So I want to thank my friends with the city and uh, people that have contacted me. And I encourage you, if you have a business, an organization, um, whatever you have going on, please contact the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. um, Myself, we will get uh, that put on there. And I do want to put this out there too. Um, with the situation the way it is now, there are a lot of events that are hanging out there in limbo. And um, unfortunately, we've been notified last week that event insurance does not cover um, 
events that will be canceled due to this pandemic. Um, so that is a, oh, that's a problem. That is a problem. And so we're uh, meeting with um, the chamber board this week to discuss uh, plans for our future events. If we're going to postpone things, if we're going to have to cancel some events, uh, it, it's going to change some things this year. So uh, just be aware of that. Hang in there though. Uh, it, it's, it's out of necessity. You can't put thousands of dollars into something only to have it canceled. And then our members are out that money. You know, we're looking out for our members. We're looking out for everyone involved. So I, I just wanted to put that out there, but I guarantee when this is all done and we were all back to, um, well, normal, <laughs> I guess, um, there will be more events. And I think there will be more reason to celebrate and our celebrations will be even that much more joyous. And we will all look forward to uh, getting together, um, community, family, you know, university, etc. That's great. Sounds so. great. Looking forward to it. Yep, yeah, me too. And again, I want to thank you guys uh, for making this happen today. We will be reaching out to uh, many of our listeners uh, to be guests on the podcast. Uh, Deloy will be helping me set that up. For sure. um, we want to tell you that the Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Greenville University, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and Greenville Smart. Again, we thank you, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, Deloy. Thanks, Breck. See you later. Fist bump.